yeah let's testify and give glory to god who would like to go first and give glory to god praise the lord brother yes sir thank you so much holy spirit for blessing this group with all the teachings and miracles and during this morning's praying in tongues the holy spirit through brother russell reminded us that we should first listen, observe, and think before we speak. And you, Brother Vivek, spoke of unsaved loved ones during the praise and worship. Uh, and that all reminded me of a testimony where a while ago I had been praying the salvation prayer for a person using their name. Abba Father, you desire all men to be saved, and I place this person before you, Lord. And in Jesus' name, I break the power of Satan from their life and loose angels and destiny helpers to bring this person to Jesus in his mighty name. Amen. And in the past, it was always a challenge speaking to this person because of unbelief and pride. And I usually backed off. However, this particular time, the conversation progressed and I shared the truth of John 1.14, where the word, which is Jesus, became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. And after just a short while, this person actually apologized and said they were wrong. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for this great conviction, as I've never seen them so humble. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for working through me. And I come into agreement with everyone here that soon they and their household will give themselves completely to our Lord and Savior, Jesus and follow him alone, and they will be saved, them and their household, just as Brother Savio wrote in his daily reflection this morning from Acts 16.31, in Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Holy Thank Spirit. You. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. God bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah, brother. I want to thank and praise the Lord yes. for uh, Alan's and Kusha's event that went on. Though there were obstacles, but still it went on uh, favorably. So I thank and praise Jesus. And also for all the grace that these two youngsters, they had to complete their task that they had uh, taken. It was a giant leap into a new venture. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord, for guiding these youth. Thank you, Jesus. May thank God Jesus. be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Vivek. Yes, Sanaga. Looking for your testimony. Yeah. I would like to praise and thank Jesus, God Almighty, for answering my prayers. And I know he's also answered prayers of many of our prayer group members. Uh, it has been a long struggle. It has been a long time waiting. Uh, two years, five months to be precise. But I'm finally back home in India. I'm with my son. I'm with my family. So I give all glory, all praise to my God Almighty for his saving graces, for his mercy. It is only out of his mercy and grace that this was possible. He has made the impossible possible for me. And it is, it's only because of the teachings that I could keep my faith. I could keep praying through the word of the Lord. 
the, my biggest support has been his word. I've held on to the Bible words, like as if I was holding on with my entire life, like, no, whatever comes my way, there have been many hindrances, there have been many obstacles, but I said, no, Lord, you are greater than anything. Your word says, and that is what I believe in. And it has come to pass that I'm finally reunited with my family. So I just want to say thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Any any scripture, Tanaka, that uh, worked very specially for you during your time that you used? Uh, when I was faced with challenges and obstructions, my only go-to scripture was the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. My Jesus himself has anointed me and fill me with his love and completely set me free from every work of the enemy. This was my go-to scriptures at that time. But otherwise it was, do not cling to the past events. Just look at, he's doing something new. This is what I always kept referring back to that, you know, my God is greater than any enemy in the world. So these were the scriptures that have really helped me, brother. It has helped me. And like you rightly said, praying in vision. All my prayers would always be with a vision. I used to envision me clearing immigration. I would envision me clearing the, I mean, in, my, in the plane, I would envision myself at home, hugging my son, hugging my mom, bowing down in the altar at home. And all that has come to pass. So all glory to him. All glory to him. Thank you, Tanaka. Thank you so much. Very happy for you. And you're back again. So now, yes, everyone be blessed. Thank you. I would just want to say thank you to all the prayer warriors who've been with me, who've been praying by my side, who've been praying yeah. for me. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. We all love you, Tanaka. We are very happy you're back. Okay. So God bless you. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Anyone else would like to share their testimony and give glory to God? Brother Vivek? Yeah, Newton. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother, I want to share my testimony as I had a, I had a bleeding issue. I used to go to the uh, washroom and I used to, bleeding used to come. Whenever I saw the washroom, before my stool, I was bleeding. Things became worse in me. And there was a growth also taking place over the lump growing there. I went to the doctor. Doctor told me you have to do endoscopy and see whether intestines are damaged or any wound inside or any ulcer or if any cancer is there. And I immediately nullified it. I said, Lord, when Jesus, you are in me, no any sickness can come in this body because my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And after that, I came and this happened for past nine months continuously. The moment I used to go to the washroom, I used to sometimes only bleeding. There was no stools, only bleeding. And I relied on the Lord. I, I said, Lord, your word says I'm a God that healeth thee. And you are my healer, Lord, and I'm going to be healed. I don't want any medication. I will not go to any doctor. You are my doctor, Lord. And after nine months, just I started moving out, meeting people who have uh, any difficulties they have. I used to give my testimony that I had a bleeding issue and the Lord had healed me. Suddenly I said to myself, I have not received any healing and how I'm telling the others I'm healed. And uh, just two weeks before I have noticed that bleeding is totally stopped and that growth that was growing there has been disappeared. 
I have received a total healing from the Lord, and I praise and thank the Lord. No doctors, no medication. The Lord has healed me, but it took nine months for me, maximum ten months. In that time, the Lord taught me many things. There were many things I used to do wrong. Many things the Lord had my life has been changed. Many very many places area of my life where I used to do a lot of things which I was not right. and the holy spirit brought it to my mind he purified me in that period of time that 10 months lot of things changed in my life and i received a total healing from the lord i praise and thank jesus for this healing and when my friends and relatives they told me go to the doctor get yourself checked something worse may happen doctor said now you are 55 years old if this continues after 3 4 years you will have weakness but i just relied on the word of god by saying when my jesus could heal me of cancer will not my jesus heal me of this and i received a total healing from the lord i praise and thank jesus for this amen thank you father thank you jesus thank you holy spirit you don't were there any scriptures that you used during your healing what you used yes i brother brother i had said by the wounds and stripes of jesus i am completely healed okay This so, was the scripture. Another scripture I used it that Lord, your word says, "I am the God that healed thee, and you are my healer, Lord." But I used to say, "By the wounds and stripes of Jesus, I'm completely healed of my bleeding. My bleeding is stopped. My growth is gone. I'm all fine. And now my body is so fit and fine. I feel I'm feeling very strong. But the scripture that I used was, "By the wounds and stripes of Jesus, I'm completely healed." Okay. and second thing brother i started testifying people in advance i'm healed of bleeding okay and i used to wonder like what i'm telling the people i'm not at all but uh, in the spiritual realm i was uh, the healing was on i'm out of all this thing the lord has given complete total healing brother amen thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord thank you lord thank you newton for that uh, we just uh, yeah it's so important Uh, that we speak the scripture over our situation, and uh, we have to continuously declare healing over our lives, even if before it happens in the realm of the spirit. So, absolutely, that's how how the Bible teaches us to pray. Thank you, Newton, for sharing that Welcome. testimony. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord, brother. Yeah, hi. Yeah, praise praise the Lord, Jesus. i would like to thank the lord for many things especially this morning prayer that came out of your mouth because um sometimes uh, when somebody uh, prays sometimes it speak to you and uh, mainly for the unsaved souls uh, you know your family need um salvation so i felt the salvation has come to this house and my entire household that is all over the world i wanted to thank you for that prayers that was the mouth of clay is spoken by the holy spirit through you praise the lord I also wanted to. There are many, many testimonies, and uh, I wanted to say that um, last week, my both children and uh, 
another friend of ours uh, daughter met with a very bad accident and the car is total and all three are saved and i wanted to thank the lord and also yesterday as i was uh, going to work i would have gotten into a major accident somehow god helped me to see the coming vehicles down the hill that which i didn't see i praise the lord i also wanted to um let uh, let the warriors know that um, that uh, when whenever i miss a, a prayer like i confess or something that <clears throat> how much i used to feel bad oh today i couldn't um pray for brisbane prayer group and somehow i have been asking the holy spirit to not to miss it and um, i thank the lord for the grace and um even though there were time that we say we don't have time but time is always there for us uh, and um, when you are driving when you are working and uh, because of almost like a, a day difference from here to there and i thank all the technology and all the um, clear connection that i get to connect to the prayer group to pray for them and i thank the lord for that thank you jesus um as uh, well, there was a, a priest who was um, getting transferred to another place and uh, my friend called me to come for a uh, to say goodbye for the priest as i went there uh, he said before i leave this i wanted to have a mass in the house there were only four people and uh, in the house he had a mass and there was a empty chair and uh, he asked us to pray uh, and bring all our uh, people to that empty chair so as i was praying i brought my children and everybody into that chair and around that time only this accident took place and um, i also thank the lord that uh, my children did not call me they called the husband so that i was fully engaged uh, into the mass and uh, not a phone call came and disturbed this is a true miracle and um, the god intervened and um, working through this miracle i wanted to praise and thank the lord for this um, miracle brother god bless everyone thank you amen thank you jesus thank you lord for your hand of grace saving the people and lord every life saved is is giving us a chance to go back again and accept jesus christ as lord and savior and repent of our sins and forgive everyone we have hurt it is important that we know that this time that we have is the time that we need to invest in our relationship with jesus if we get that relationship right every other relationship will be perfect 
So that is what we need. Even our finances will be great because once we have the one who is the creator in us, we will always have his favor upon us. So we'll never lack. We'll always have plenty. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony and give glory to God? Vivek, I'd like to give um, praise and thanks to the Lord yes, for all the graces and blessings that he has given me and my family and our prayer group this week. I just would like to thank him for, the, for his word. You know, that, that we can just go and sit with him and, and his word just washes over us. And I have to thank this prayer group and and you and Russell and Savio for, for the teachings, which has brought me closer and deeper into the word of God that we can then go and share with others. I'd uh, just like to, to praise and thank him for, for we have been praying for a, a lady called Michelle who had horrific injuries from being run over by a rubbish truck. And, and we have been praying for her on our prayer group and, and in the rosary, she's had horrific injuries. But I'd like to, to praise and thank the Lord for all the, the healing that has taken place in her body and in her life, that she's, um, she's now walking with, the, with an aid. And, um, and we still praise and thank the Lord for continued healing that is going to happen in her life. And, and for all the emotional trauma, Lord, we praise and thank you for the healing that's taken place there. Uh, and we thank you for the prayer worries in our group. And... Um, and just like to give glory to God for that and for the very breath that we have, Vivek, that we can praise and thank him always. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Shani. Thank you, Jesus, for a wonderful week that has gone by, for the air we breathe, for the life we live, and for the fresh breath of life that we have from the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus, for all the ups and downs we go through in life and the week that has gone by. Every day has been a learning experience. Every day you teach us something new. The fact that I'm alive today preaching your word is such a big blessing. Thank you, Lord, that you're so merciful and kind and your favor always rests upon me. And upon this Holy Spirit, my prayer every day is for every member of this prayer group to have the favor of God being upon them. When God's favor chases us and overtakes us, even situation meant for our harm turns to our good. That is how God's favor works. And the good situations get better and the worst situation turns only for our good. So that is how God works. He is a miraculous God. So we should just thank and praise God and pray for one another. I think it's not about just about us. It's all about praying for one another. If you pray for another person who's suffering from a similar problem, remember your prayer will get answered because you release yourself by holding against that very thing. Suppose you're praying for a job and continuously pray, Lord, bless me at the job, bless me at the job. Many times you just cannot, you, you just held on with that emotion that you're jobless. But the moment you pray for someone else who is jobless, for them to get a job, to get a very good 
salary for them to get blessed with the job of their choice give them all that god you can give them the moment you start praying for all the people in the world to start getting jobs and you pray fervently forgetting about yourself that's when god's anointing can come in because now you're an open vessel and that's when your prayer gets answered so it's always remember it's always giving christ never took he gave when we pray for another person we are giving we are not taking because we are not expecting anything in return we are asking you god to bless someone else it could be for any situation if you don't get sleep in the night you pray for all the people who never sleep in the night if you are having a problem finding a life partner pray for all the others who don't have a life partners if you are having a problem with any area of your life health issues pray for the others with similar health issues and stop praying for yourself Just pray for another person let's do this for a month and see how god will bring that miracle in your life this is a secret and god has always taught me these ways of praying i just want to share this with all of us because we are so focused on ourselves many times forgetting that there's someone else who we need to pray for with a similar issue thank you jesus oh yes anyone else would like to testify and give glory to god remember this is testimony time this is not a silent time so we got to testify amen i'll go next brother vivek yes praise the lord um good evening everyone uh this is the time uh as brother vivek says that we cannot hold back and we have to be bold enough to testify for what the lord has done i have a book and uh 15 pages of my book is praying for other people uh and i think it's time that i use this forum to praise and give so much thanks and glory and honor to the amazing and wonderful god that we serve because um there are four people in in my list that i have been praying who have cancer cancer of the breast one is uh, terminally uh, terminally ill and it was so good to get a, a response um from one of them uh saying that the report is completely i mean she's completely cured now she doesn't they were expecting to do a major surgery but it's only going to be like a like a day surgery for her and then she wouldn't have to undergo any treatment two of the others uh have also sent reports saying that they have been cured um or at least their, their their test results have come through really really positive and and this is the this is the hand of our god and the scripture that i have been using is um mountains melt like wax in the presence of the lord and therefore every tumor in their body will melt will melt like wax um and i and and i and i really wanted to give praise to god for his wonderful work in these people and there was another friend of mine who had asked me to pray because uh, she was buying her house in bangalore and um, kept asking her what happened you know has it gone through and she said we're waiting for some papers and just two weeks ago she told me the whole thing has fallen through because we can't get a specific paper the none of the banks are giving us a loan um and i just i said look i i, I don't know i said god has great plans for you and no matter what that is i said plans for plans to prosper you and not to harm you and i continue to imagine you in whichever house that is whether it is this house or a better house i believe in god that 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 he has already granted this and just day before yesterday i got a message from her 
um, saying that the the house that they were looking at has actually come through, and um, and they and and now and they are going to be moving in in about a week. Um, I, I I don't know, uh, and brother, I don't know if you were talking to me just now when you said uh, when you were talk, when you said about um, uh, just now you said that you keep uh, you you mentioned uh, what was it? I've lost my flow of thought. Um, you just mentioned something. Do it for a month. Yeah, I said pray, uh, pray about pray the same situation. If you're going through an issue, pray Ex for other people exactly, going through a situation exactly. for a month. And this is exactly what I have been doing and what I have experienced. I've experienced uh, God in my life so much, so much. Like, I don't know. Uh, I look I look for every, uh, every second or every minute of the day when I can get drawn to him. I do get drawn. Started listening. Like, I, I know I finished Rosary and I jump onto the Logos retreat. There's so many things that just draw me like a magnet. And I just want, like, I don't know. I, I I'm... I have no words, brother. I mean, I think I'm so in love with Jesus and I'm so grateful for that. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I thank this group for building up um, the faith that I have. Uh, you know, it's uh, encouraging when I think when you're down, Russell speaks to me like almost almost three days in the week. And, and I'm thinking, does he even know my mind? You know, it's like that. Uh, I, I always think what, what I've come in in the morning and he's like literally talking to me, but the Savio's reflections, I do read them sometimes and I have to be honest, sometimes I don't get the time. Um, and the evening rosary, we are so enga engaged and Sister yes. Shenin, today, I, after a long time, I attended the praise and worship and it was absolutely amazing and praise and thank God for this beautiful group, which I'm so, so, so happy to be part of. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Les. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony and give glory to God? I'm Dinah Vistusa. Yes, son. I would like to share. See, I've been praying for others. And there was one niece who had tumor below ears. She's completely healed. And in Lord's name. I always take the stripes and the wounds of Jesus Christ. And now mm. lately I started drinking the blood of Jesus and applying the blood of Jesus. And uh, uh, at the moment now I'm praying for uh, SSC students, three of them, three youth have come. So can't you pray for me? I said, okay. And going to see on Sunday, I was feeling very sick. My, I was getting severe stomach pain. Then I said, my God, if I tell them, tell them at home, they take me to hospital. I said, no. My Jesus is there for me. He is my doctor. And he is going to cure me. I did not tell anybody. I just applied the blood of Jesus. I drank the blood. I took some holy water. Drank that holy water. And I applied nine and I had a good sleep and I felt better. Till today, I have not gone to the doctor. I have got so much faith in God that for so many years, I'm only depending on God and Mother Mary. She's my mother. I pray to her. This is what I do. Every day, something or the other is happening to me because I've got my age of. I can't hear 
ஒர்க்கிங்ரூப் because i can see the mighty hand of god working in me and through me and uh, just i want to share this testimony as i when i joined this group i was uh, it i sustained a fracture of my spinal bone that is the d12 as well as i also developed also there was a lumbar that is disprolapse of the lumbar region but what no matter what this is all man made uh, names which uh, man has given but with god nothing is impossible and with god nothing is all these names are nothing to him so after i started continuing to be in this group and uh, joining with this praise and worship and all hearing all the testimonies and the word of god i can say now i'm almost like 90% healed and i i can even declare to say that i'm 100% healed because i know the process of healing is taking place as uh, just few minutes back when i heard uh, brother newton's uh, testimony i was really taken up even though it took for him 10 months to be healed but he kept declaring to say and everyone he kept telling that he's being healed praise god for that so the same similar way let me increase my faith i ask lot please increase my faith and during the process of this healing now it's almost one and a half months i have sustained all this during the process of all this healing it's only the promises of god of healing all the promises of god that is god said that i am the god that healed thee as well as uh, same way like that even in malachi 42 also it says there is uh, healing in the wings the son of righteousness and by his stripes i am healed so all this i used to keep on claiming and i know that it is because of his word and everyone's prayers that i am being healed and and i want to tell just the day before stay night just before going to bed uh, i was i just off the lights and i was just entering into my bedroom and uh, i just my leg just slipped and uh, that moment when my leg just slipped like a like a statue i just stood over there i was really surprised like just for a second i think i just stood like a statue and then i uh, at that moment i was really like shocked uh, what has happened to me and then this was immediately came into my mind that uh, psalms 9111 for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways so i just thank god at that moment that i didn't fall if just my leg slipped and i stood in that position there wasn't anything for me to hold on but the lord sent angels to hold me and if i had to had a fall that night i think i i do not know what could have happened to become worse my back i do not i cannot understand what the happened really but i just thank the lord for sending his dispatching his angels at that moment for his divine protection this is a great more than even whatever i sustained fracture and all those things but this was the greatest miracle i can really really share 
the testimony because I just, I, I do not know how much to thank the Lord for his divine protection. I just only feel emotional. I just become like, you know, just thanking Lord how much, what, what can I do for all these benefits that he provides for me? This is what I just thank God. Thanks be to God. And Brother Vivek, I was so taken up also by when, when you mentioned, because since just recently, maybe a couple of times I've been hearing, listening to different messages. And uh, during the, uh, all the process of the messages, I keep hearing everyone saying but to pray for others and then you'll, you'll be blessed. Pray for others. You'll be, uh, that's years together, like I've been doing that, but like there, was so, there is so much of emphasis on this uh, particular part of it, which I think I will continue to do so. And with that, I'm going to give a better testimony in the days to come. Thank you so much for this group. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister, for the wonderful praise and worship. God bless you all. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that wonderful testimony. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, sister. Yes, anyone else would like to testify? Keep your testimony short uh, if you can, because we've got 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So let's everyone testify, whoever can give glory to God. Even one line is great. Um, but just please testify. Thank you, Lord. Brother Ashay, my testimony. I just like yes. to thank God for his his mercy and grace upon my life this weekend this entire lenten season where he's been teaching me about pride and what i need to work on and he's been working on me through that and earlier this week on the tuesday as well it was at home early morning where i was just bending down to pick something and then i had a back injury it was to the point where i couldn't even stand straight after that it was so difficult let aside walking it was a bit of a struggle there. And through that day, the, the it was painful. I did go to work. It was still painful and I couldn't walk. And he just reminded me of, we take so many things for granted, where it doesn't take much when we're standing straight. And it doesn't take much for us to be you know, in a position where we can't even stand straight on our own. How much is our dependency on that God? Um, but yeah, through that pain, it was difficult to walk on that day. It was a big struggle. And I just kept thanking and praising him for his grace upon my life, for his mercy. And I said, Lord, if your mercy is upon me, I know I am healed. And this is going to drastically shift tomorrow when I'll be completely well. The next morning, let aside you know, the pain of standing straight and walking, I was walking straight. Where literally, if you were to say it was 100% pain on day one, it was down to 10% on day two in the morning. It is still not 100%. It's been four days now. I'm still not 100%. So I can still feel a bit of that. But praise God, there, there's bigger lessons in there. Sometimes there are things that he lets us go through so that we can learn lessons about humbling ourselves. And you know, in some of these morning encounters that we see there as well, that's all my personal learnings that I learn one-on-one -on -one with my teacher. That's what this journey that I'm going through with him there, that's where I get my notes and I share those in the morning encounters there. So it's... Uh, I just like to thank and praise God for all that he's been doing on my spiritual journey through this time. And I said, Lord, teach me something new this Lenten season where I will be a reformed person at the end of those 40 days. I will not be the same again because if I have seen your face and your grace, my life must change. That's that's the prayer I've been praying this Lenten season. I continue to pray throughout and uh, thank the Lord for that wonderful journey that he's taking me on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that healing as well. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother, for that powerful testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony? Yeah. Well, this is Jane here, brother. 
Yeah, Jane, go ahead. Uh, I want to thank the Lord for all the powerful teachings, brother. And I want to thank the Lord for making me a new creation in Christ. As I was uh, pondering on last week, I could see, I, I could find myself a new creation because basically I was a short-tempered person. But now I could see, I could see, see the change, the vast change in me, brother. Whatever comes to me, only loves come out of me. Only love comes. So really, I want to thank the Lord for making me a new creation. And I want to thank the Lord for his hand of favor upon my daughter. She has placed her in a good job. Uh, previously, when she applied for campus recruitment, she was shortlisted by many companies, many big companies. But and she had a and she was in a position to choose one of them. So I asked her to ask the Lord for wisdom and gave her James one five. And the Lord gave her the wisdom, and she has chosen a good company. And before, when she was on a contact basis, appointed on contact basis, she used to tithe every month, brother. That's I want to say emphasize that she used to tithe every month without fail. and now she is placed in a job where she gets nearly three times before uh, three times more of what she was she got before praise god thank you jesus i want to thank the lord thank the lord for his mighty favor upon me and my family amen thank you sister thank you very much thank you jesus thank you for lord for all the favor upon this only the entire holy spirit brethren prayer group and everyone family thank you jesus thank you jesus Yes, more of Jesus, less of me. Take call of me and give me all of you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, go ahead. This Use is touch me. Yeah. I would like to even thank the Lord for the gift of life for all the blessings we have received. um my small testimony is that i i was healed of cataract uh, by prayers only uh, praying for 10000 people uh, i would always pray um, because divine uk when i attend they always say pray for 10000 people who are suffering the same thing and today you said it also even previously you have said this brother and i have always been doing that i have never asked for myself i have always asked and always whenever i have asked for others my this thing has got yes uh, a couple of days back somebody asked me how did you get healed of your cataract what did you do and did you eat carrots and i said no no only my jesus healed me so uh, then i told them just pray for somebody else's intentions and your intentions will be fulfilled uh, i would also like to thank um, for blessing my family with all such a mighty group uh, like raj and i we get up in the morning and you know as soon as we the thing we want to hear the morning encounter we will hear we will say we will read brother savio's reflections raj is always happy to uh, hear it on a repeated uh, this thing also so that's god's grace i am just excited and happy that god's blessings are there and everything is going on well thank you lord jesus praise you lord jesus Thank you, Rashmi. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hello, brother. Yes. This is Rafina. I just want to uh, give a small testimony of what happened this morning. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, my son was going to school this morning. He leaves at six thirty in the morning. He goes by bus, so it was very dark out here. 
and he was standing at the bus stop and before he goes we always say a prayer in the morning so i we put the hedge of protection and covered him with the precious blood of jesus and then when he was standing at the bus stop suddenly there was about five kangaroos who just went past him so like you know i don't know if they hadn't to see him they would have just hit him and just gone on the road because they were so fast and it was only through prayers that he was saved so i just want to thank and praise god and and for the so a holy spirit group also for teaching us how to pray and how to cover us with the precious blood of jesus and put a hedge of protection over us each day so i want to thank and praise god for this thank you lord thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord for the gift of life and for keeping me alive today thank you lord for the opportunity to be blessed and be part of the brisbane prayer group thank you lord for your grace and for your mercy for keeping me and my family in good health thank you lord for your word that you give us and your revelations thank you lord for your wisdom through your word thank you lord for the spiritual authority that you have blessed us lord with to rebuke and bash up satan and his evil plans in our life and in our families thank you lord for destroying every evil plan of the enemy thank you lord for your blessings and for your favor that chases us wherever we go thank you lord for your precious blood that we can use anytime as a hedge of protection and a bloodline around us our family and the full brisbane prayer group thank you lord for breaking every stronghold and every addiction thank you for being busy working breaking these addictions and stronghold in our lives and in our family thank you lord jesus praise you lord thank you lord jesus you know what the lord tells me right now we are talking about praying for others this week when we enter church let us all do this let us pray for every person who's praying there let's not pray for ourselves um can we do this and put an amen if we can including myself i put an amen the lord just tells me right now that we should just pray for everyone in that church where we go to who's praying for their needs to be met say father in jesus name i pray that this brother sister every person in this church who's praying for whatever intentions in their heart lord just because of just because of the passion and blood of jesus let their prayer be heard lord i pray from deeply from my heart that their prayer is heard and they are take it an answer prayer lord i praise you and thank you for the answer prayer let's pray with such fervor in our heart for another person who we don't know for every person in that church let us pray during the elevation during every stage of the mass and let's do this really meaningfully just forget ourselves there's a beautiful hymn that we sing lose yourself in me i'm sure all of you must have heard me lose yourself in me and you'll find yourself only if you lose yourself do you find yourself so that's what the lord is inspiring me right now the holy spirit is telling me let's lose ourselves and in losing ourselves we'll find ourselves so let jesus find us because we are sometimes thinking we are there but unless we are lost in our you know lose our total selves and we give it to christ lose yourself in me and you will find yourself this is what's coming in right now as i i'm getting this message So yeah so let's all pray for the whole church and all their intentions everyone in the church
we going to pray for we are not going to pray for ourselves we're just going to do this and see how the hand of god comes upon us this is a true miracle and this is god's words so you know it's his message right now for all of us amen yes anyone else would like to testify and we can start vivek i'll just like to give my testimony yeah jen yeah i praise and thank god abba father lord jesus holy spirit for this wonderful week gone by i thank you lord for the daily supply of graces and mercies that you've bestowed upon me and my family thank you holy spirit for constantly enriching me teaching me and helping me grow spiritually stronger with each passing day i thank god for this wonderful prayer group for all the teachings that have been given on this prayer group through vivek rasul and shanil and the rest of the team it's it's really enriching us it's really making us into powerful uh, uh you know it's making us more powerful in the spiritual realm and helping us not only solve our problems but also solve problems of the others uh, i am want to praise god for the favor that he has given me in my workplace for giving me a seat of recognition Yes, and thank God for what has took place. Pardon me for the background sound. Actually, it's working hours in Mumbai, and I'm in the cafeteria. So please pardon me for the background sound. Ah, uh, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, God for one uh, uh, answered prayer. I was interceding for this uh, couple who was childless for eight years, and uh, you know, and they had almost given up, and uh, they used to say that you know. it's okay this is god's will and you know we it's it's fine and they are accepted that they would be childless for the rest of their lives but god has his ways and when you have intercessors praying for this uh, kind of couples in the world you know a miracles happen and uh, i just got this news on this last tuesday uh, when her sister she's my neighbor's uh, sister so she's not even my friend she's like my neighbor's sister so i was interceding for her and uh, my neighbor messages me and tells me you know my sister is uh, expecting and only the family knows it and i'm telling you because i know you were praying for her and the minute the message came i had tears in my eyes i didn't know how to react but i mean i don't know i cried for somebody you know on somebody else's good news i was so so taken i mean i was filled with awe you know and i was like jesus you heard you heard my prayer every single prayer you're listening to and i used to make my children say this with me you know let's play pray for this auntie's sister she needs a baby so we used to add this in our night prayers me and my kids and vivek i am telling you i'm so you know filled with awe and wonder and even they are completely shocked you know i mean they are shocked with you know with obviously a pleasant surprise and uh, you know they uh, the the mother the to be mother you know messages me and says thank you so much for praying this is truly a very very big miracle thank you for interceding for me so every prayer we make for others i mean sometimes you may feel that it's going nowhere but there is this you know almighty god sitting up there and knows that these prayers are made from honest hearts and we wish you know the best for everyone so i praise and thank god for hearing my prayers and always hearing my prayers praise you thank you vivek thank you jen thank you thank you jesus for all these wonderful testimonies is there anyone else who would like to testify um i always say testimonies are greater because someone's life is changed because of your testimony hello brother 
I would like to praise and thank yeah, the Lord uh, for all his blessings upon me and my family and also my extended uh, prayer group families. Uh, I would like to thank the Lord for completing one uh, month at my new workplace. And uh, uh, there have been times where it has been really challenging. Uh, but I thank the Lord that, you know, the place where I work, they have so much faith in me and they, are, they really uh, feel so confident and they always check with me. Like, you know, I hope you're going to stay and like you're not going to leave because and really in this one month, I've been getting offers from different places. Uh, but somehow I, 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 I always tell the Holy Spirit to guide me and it doesn't even let me think of applying to these places. Uh, although in the place where I'm working, like another teacher has gone on work cover and so her class, there's no teacher. Uh, but I'm trying my best, so covering two classes. Uh, and I have some children who, two children especially, have, uh, uh, they are on the high spectrum of autism. Uh, but I don't know why the Lord ha is telling me that I need to make some change in these children. And uh, I'm sure the prayers, I thank the Lord already for my answered prayers for helping me to help these children, you know, uh, get into the normal stream of school. Uh, so I like to praise and thank the Lord for that. And I pray for all of them, all the children in the morning. And I have seen that my son has really brought good results. I just had his parent-teacher meeting yesterday. And I've seen how praying for different children are getting the blessing back in my family. I like to praise and thank the Lord for this. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, anyone else would like to testify? So we can start. Okay, Brother Russell, can make announcements. We'll be back soon. Thanks, Brother. Uh, very warm welcome to all those that have um, joined us on this session for the first time. I'll just share links for you if you would like to join the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group on our Telegram uh, app. You can just click that link that you see in the chat, whether you're on YouTube or on Zoom, you see it in chat in both places. And you can join the group, you can share your prayer request there, you can pray with others over their prayer request. That's a group that's primarily a praying family. So you're more than welcome to join there. You are also more than welcome to join our sessions of prayer and reflection on the word. So we've got daily morning encounters that are run 365 days a year, 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We've got daily rosary and divine mercy Monday to Thursday at 7 p.m. in the evening. That's again all Australian Eastern Standard Time. And on Friday, it's run at 3 o'clock in the afternoon because we've got this Bible study session starting from 5.30 p.m. in the evening every Friday. And then we also have Brother Savio's powerful reflections that are shared on our Telegram group and all our social media channels. So on Facebook, on YouTube, on uh, Twitter, and on our Instagram page as well. 
You can follow those reflections on any of these. If the reflections are blessing you, any of these sessions are blessing you, please share them with others. Share the blessing. You can share links for them to join. So you see those links on all of these, the, each of these uh, recordings that are available. In the description, you will see links for people to join. You can uh, encourage them to join there. If you are part of the Telegram group, you will see the links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. Every session has the same link. So no matter which link you share on to Zoom or YouTube, they will be able to join us for these live sessions. The recordings are um, available on YouTube on our Spotify podcast page. And we also post them on our Facebook page. We typically also run these sessions once a month uh, at St. Dibna's Church in Aspley in the north of Brisbane. That's generally run first on the first Friday of the month. We ran that session for this month um, at last Friday. The next one will be the first Friday of April. So if you are in Brisbane, living in Brisbane, or if you are going to be in Brisbane at that time, we welcome you to come and join us there, fellowship and worship with us and study the word of God and listen to what the spirit is saying to you. Um, I'll also share links for you to download the iConfess boldly. It's a folder that has the iConfess boldly available in a few languages. You can choose whichever language suits you. You've seen it being recited today as well. It's very powerful. You can use those scriptures, pick any of them then and use them in your prayer when you're making your personal prayer so that it's scriptural prayer. The Lord does answer. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Let's start. So as we declare Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11, we held a message. Believing that every word that leaves a mouth is an answered prayer. This is the prayer of a believer when they start praying. And we should all profess this all the time during every prayer session that we make. Even if you are praying in the spirit, during our personal prayer time, we should use these scriptures. You can say this after me and believe that you and all of us who are speaking this have the same power and authority given by Jesus. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I cover and seal every person that is there here with the precious blood of Jesus. Lord, let us not get distracted. Let our focus be you. Let every word that comes out of my mouth be only for your glory and only for you. And any credit that I have taken ever in my life, I repent and it all, all glory, whatever I have is from you and only for your glory. May your hand of grace be and favor be upon me and upon every member of this Holy Spirit Christian praying group, prayer group and their families. I repent of every sin I've committed in the flesh, in spirit, in body, and I, and I forgive every person I've hurt, Lord, so that there's no grace blockage between the spirit realm and this realm. Holy Spirit, take full charge of me and let there be healings tonight. Yes, Lord, there are many people who are praying with ulcers, praying with tumors. But I know, Lord, your hand of grace is so powerful. 
that you're going to believe you're very own people. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, we're going to start a new series tonight about emotions. I was asking the Lord all these weeks, what do I preach on? I really don't know what to preach on. And uh, I really didn't know what to start on. And then the Lord said, emotions. And then I realized it's very powerful. So tonight I'm going to ask questions and we're going to understand. So, the, so that's the way we learn. What are emotions? Can someone write down? What are emotions? And thank you, Lord. All of you are absolutely right in what you write. Anyone else who has anything else? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, next question. Can we have authority over our emotions? Yes or no? Well, it's nice to say yes, absolutely beautiful. Everyone says, including me. Yes, Pamela, thank you for that. But yes, next question is. Do emotions govern or control our lives? And how many times have we taken decisions based on emotions? Okay, so thank you. Thank you for that. So this brings us to our crux of our understanding about this whole series that we're going to learn. Okay, so most people think that emotions cannot be controlled. Okay, and this happens over a period of time. And do we know that in John 10, 10, the devil cult actually steals us of our joy, that emotion of which God wants to give us that joyful emotion. And basically many people who do things Okay, someone who gives bad words. Okay, just take an example. All of us, okay, including myself at a time, 
I used to use very filthy language till the Lord healed me, and now I can't speak a single word that comes out of my mouth. Is it just? It's the Lord who has healed me. But earlier, I didn't realize that giving a bad word was a normal or a norm, not normal thing. It's like a normal thing. Everyone does it, so I do it. Okay, and how can it? It has to be cool. So I used to feel emotional. Wow, you give something, say something, hurt someone. It just comes normally. Are we getting this? So how many of us you feel would have been doing such a thing, and just feeling that it's just normal? Okay, there's nothing wrong in it. Are we getting what you're saying? Yes. Now this is that stealing that God talks of. Okay, we don't feel that we're doing something wrong. We feel there's nothing wrong. It's cool. Everyone is doing it. Okay, because we are not governed by the word of God. We are governed by what man is telling us, or what people are telling us. Or what our peer group is telling us, amen. Amen. But Christians have given authority over emotions, and this is the truth and the basis of our teaching. It's a long teaching, though. God gave us emotions as a gift, but we should not allow them to govern and control our lives. Now, many a times, how many of us would have made a decision based on an emotion and then repented and regretted it very badly? So you felt emotional. Someone called you and said, "Oh, I'm feeling so sad. Please, you know, please help us out." And you know you must have felt sad and donated a very big amount of money to somebody, okay, based on an emotion, and then later on realized that the person was a total robber, okay, and frauded you or whatever. But you took a decision not based on on a decision, but you based it on an emotion. You felt sad and you made it, okay. Uh, does that happen? Now this is maybe one example, but there could be so many examples where we fell in love with the wrong person based on an emotion. Where we never questioned anything, we just fell in love. Okay, sometimes we do such things, and then later on we can't even regret it because you made a very big mistake. Uh, some people even get married based on an emotion, saying, "No, I'm marrying this person because I love this person," not looking at the person's bad habits or anything. And later on, after you're married, then you regret and you wonder why. Why didn't I not listen to my parents when they told me, and they were correcting me? Why did I? Become so blind. So many times you are blinded by an emotion to such an extent that we do not listen to an outside noise. Are we? Do you agree with me? Put an amen. It could be not in just in the area of love, but in any area of our life where an emotion has controlled or dominated us so much that you don't want to listen to what other people are saying, even if they are telling the truth. You say no, it doesn't matter. Okay. And that is how the emotions start governing and controlling us. Okay, now feelings of depression, rejection, or inferiority always have the potential to overwhelm us. Uh, but there's no reason to be emotionally out of control. Okay, some people out of control they'll damage anything, break something, create something to just get an attention, so that people know what they are going through. The enemy uses our emotions to try to move us away from God's. Will for our lives, so that we must be vigilant against attacks in this area. Now, when we say we are under spiritual warfare, many times the attacks are in the mind, and the mind is the very breeding ground where these emotions all lie. And once this happens, you go out of control and you start, uh, you know, abusing or you know, trying to control someone or hurt someone just because you are under those those spiritual attacks. When we find ourselves in a situation, we must not allow it to dictate us how we feel, 
instead of letting our emotion deal with us. We have the power to take charge and proactively deal with our emotion. Doing this gives us victory. And tonight we are going to discuss and, and understand through God's word, how do we take this up? Now, this one scripture I'm going to be talking about tonight, it's 3 John 1. Um, can you take me first from the NIV? So the first point we're going to, now we're going to take the series right up to the end. And, and when we understand one thing, we would be able to master areas of a life in anxiety, in depression, in infertility, in every area where there's emotion involved. We can take it on the side and make a decision based on faith. Okay, so we know faith has nothing to do with emotion. But to a great extent, it's emotion that controls our prayer life. Now, let me ask this question. Does emotion control our prayer life? Truly say yes or no? Yes. Now, when someone has a brother, can you elaborate on it? Emotions controlling a prayer life. If you feel like going to church, you go to church. If you feel like praying, you pray. Okay? If you feel like, when someone says, I don't feel like praying today. I don't feel like going to church today. I don't feel like, you know, it's a good thing to make a prayer or an agreement prayer today because I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling right. Okay. Have we said this? Yes. Have we said we are not feeling like, you know, having an agreement prayer? Let's not pray today. Let's go out to eat dinner. Let's skip mass today and let's try to, you know, go out, watch a movie or let's do something. But I'm not feeling like today, you know, just that feeling is not there that we go to church. Uh, and so that's the starting point of our faith dwindling many times in that direction and the emotion controlling us. So let's now understand the connection between our spirit and our souls. Okay. And we've got 3 John 1. And this scripture, we are going to go very deeply into because many times uh, I take one scripture and go very deep into it. So we'll take it from three different translations and go very deep into it. Okay. 3 John 1. Chapter uh, 1, verse 2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Okay, can you take me in uh, uh, King James in this one, please? Sure. Maybe King James. We will dissect this entire scripture and see how it works in our life. Okay. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Amen. So 3 John 1, 2. Okay. Now, prosperity on the physical level cannot happen unless our souls and spirit prosper first. How many of you agree on this? So someone who is in the world, deeply in the world, and is totally ingrained in the world, and allowing the world to dominate his life, will be prosperous in spirit and soul. Okay. My question was, 
prosperity on the physical level cannot happen unless our souls and spirit prosper first that was my question so people think that physical prosperity happens when we are physically prosperous because we are got everything based on our degrees or our achievements or on our capabilities but the word says that you need to first be prosperous in the spirit and in the soul and then you can be prosperous in the physical realm so prosperity on the physical level cannot happen unless until our souls and spirit prosper first amen are we getting this yes now i'll take the same scripture in the new living translation nlt can you take me to nlt one scripture but look at the depth of it dear friend i hope all is well with you and that you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit so how many of us agree that we are spirit amen so all of us agree that we are spirit and that thank you jesus so we are spirits possessing souls and living in a physical body okay our souls are our minds wills and our emotions okay if we are saved when we die our spirits and souls go to heaven we are confident i say okay now take me to another scripture to corinthians 5 verse 8 in this we'll come back to the scripture again yes we are fully confident and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies for then we will be at home with the lord amen so we are confident as say and willingly rather to be absent from the body and be present with the lord that's 2 corinthians 5 verse 8 why does he say this because your spirit is one with god's so when we are born again it's our spirit man that gets saved okay uh that is again an important thing our spirit gets saved our spirit has control over the soul and the soul to the body okay so do we agree that when we are born again of the spirit our spirits are saved not the flesh are we getting this yes our spirit is saved so the spirit man gets saved so we are saved in the spirit now i'm going to take the same translation in the amc can you take me to ampc please amplified the 3 john 1 2 and we go deeper again 3 john 1 2 let's go to the amplified now this is a very deep teaching on emotions because once we master this part our prayer life will go to the next level and we'll see answered prayers all the time 
emotions have played a big part in our prayer life and today we got to dissect it and ask the lord to come in and we need to repent as well uh yes can you read please beloved i pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically just as i know your soul your soul prospers spiritually okay so for my version i got beloved i pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well even i know your soul keeps well and prospers first thing when we prosper we want to prosper in all areas of our life okay in the body in the soul and spirit this is the state of being whole so we can't just have prosperity in one area but we have prosperity in spirit soul and body our emotions cannot okay so that's the state of being whole our emotions cannot automatically make us to do something we cannot control okay so if the emotion is governing us and telling us to do something we have to understand that we need to have control over it so it says beloved i pray that in every way you may succeed and success has to be in total there has to be an integrity between the spirit soul and body so we have a choice to either bless or curse someone we make the decision not our emotions so when we get angry many times we slander or curse people are we doing do we do this if we get angry with someone and if you are hurt with someone we would just curse a person not thinking about anything we just curse now that thing has not come from something it's just a sudden reaction or an outburst that's why they say never take a decision when you are angry have you heard this yes never take a decision in haste that suddenly you have a decision so can you know and you may take a wrong decision because that's an emotional decision are we getting this yes so it's so important many times that we make decisions uh not based on our emotions so whenever we bless or curse someone we have a choice of doing it not are uh, being controlled by the uh by our emotions now the the major problem here it getting deeper is the inability to maintain emotional control uh, makes a person totally weak do we agree yes. so when we are totally weak we have no control because our emotions have controlled us so much that sometimes you feel if i touch something i'll be having a good day if i touch someone i have a good day maybe if i do this uh, oh sh- if i wear a white color kerchief today i'll have a good day because the emotion is telling you wear a white color shirt today wear a blue color shirt today don't wear this wear that and, and now you have become a slave of your emotion and you feel wow if i do this if i wear a perfume today this perfume today i'll have a better day and now when i go walking on this side of the road i'll have a better day okay if i enter this side of the bus i'll have a better day or if i enter my car at so and so you understanding how emotions start dominating in every area are we getting it yes so perhaps it can be in any area of your life there's an area where this kind of bondage is existing we need to break it in the name of jesus okay because it is not from god and many times we don't realize that this is a demonic it is not from god are we getting this yes so there's deliverance needed in that area obviously when we pray we break it 
but all of us think that it's a natural thing that you know we should do something like that what our mind tells us so someone asks you to make a decision many times you say something based on an emotion okay and then you regret it later not realizing that the decision that you made was not based on any facts but just based on how you felt at that moment do we agree yes so this is affecting our prayer life in a big way and we are not getting answered prayers because many times the devil tells us don't pray in the night it's not the best time to pray always early morning when you get up in the morning you say now now you're yawning you can't pray now you have to be fresh to pray when you're fresh and you want to pray so it's the time to go to work how can you pray at this time you can't pray now when you start the job you know suddenly there'll be a boss calling you or a phone ringing and someone says hey this is your phone and you take the phone and soon you get engrossed in the work and soon when you're coming back home you're so tired and now you still want to pray says is this the time to pray and you think god is going to answer your prayers so you're getting this whole situation how the whole day gets controlled by emotions are we getting this anyone putting an amen to this if you relate to this it is not that we were busy it is not that you know i didn't have time it is deeply when you go inside many people put it on busyness lack of time okay but there's an emotion telling you that this is not important see we are going very deep okay but we have to understand this because prayer has nothing to do with our you know you could pray in the bus you could pray during driving a car you could pray in the shower who stops you for praying right now when i'm talking to you i could be praying in the spirit i'm praying in the spirit i could just move my tongue and know the holy spirit is praying with me so if that can happen at all times 24/7 then what stops me from actually making a decision not to make a prayer but he said no i'm so busy actually work is caught up with me family other things who says you cannot be talking to someone and praying we'll do a prayer session where we can be talking to people and still praying in spirit and you'll be so mightily anointed so your spirit is continuously praying 24/7 that's one teaching that we had Jesus take all of me and give me one of you. Okay, that was based on a twenty-four-seven prayer where you make your heart continue praying that prayer. And and when you pray continuously, the anointing that night was so strong; it was like an electric bolt when I was praying it. And I said, Lord, it is so real. We don't need to be. We could be working continuously, and our spirit is continuously praying. Are we getting this? So if you are not, we are not praying properly. It is not. just our decision to be you know we are busy there's an emotion behind it are we getting this yes. so if we go deeply and find out down this is going to open up a lot of a can of worms in our own life but it's including me we got to go back in the walk of life and say am i realizing is my job so important or is my finance or any area of my life so important that it has more importance than the creator for seek me and my righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you the lord is my shepherd and i shall not lack anything my god shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in christ jesus 
Now, if we all know this, then why is there lack? Is the lack actually there or is it an emotion? Question. Some things may shake us, but let it shake. Somebody may shake and say, what is this? But let it shake because unless it shakes us, then only we can come out of this bondage. Many of us are stuck in this and we cannot pray. So if you go deep inside and you realize that there's an emotion in you, tonight when I'm praying this, the devil will put you to sleep. He does not want you to listen to this. He'll make you yawn hundred times and say, go to sleep, you'll sleep like a baby because he does not want you to listen to this. But this is the truth. And it's only the truth that will set us free, including myself. So, if we understand this, when we learn to master emotions, self-control is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Do we agree? Yes. So, we can make serious mistakes when we make decisions based on our emotions. And what is so important is Proverbs 23 verse 7. Can you take me to Proverbs 23 verse 7? This whole series, I it's it's going to awaken us, shake us up. But I promise you at the end of this series, when you make a prayer, your prayer is answered. Put an amen. Whatever prayer you made is answered. Because this bondage has been there from the time we are born. Nobody talks about emotions because it's not important. It's part of us. But this can be a stronghold in our life. And this stronghold has to be broken in the name of Jesus. Many of us may be preachers, man of God, every kind of big designation. But inside us, emotion is governing us. And if we do not shake ourselves and get out of this, we are not going to get what we need to get in life. Which power God has given us is based on faith, not an emotion. Amen. So can you read, please? For as he thinks in his heart, so is he in behavior, one who manipulates. He says to you, eat and drink, yet his heart is not with you, but it is begrudging the cost. So many people, if he, this is so real. Do you all agree with this one? Yes. You say, oh, wow, wonderful. Someone comes up and say, you know, I passed my exam with first class first. Now you kiss that person and you wonder, wow, so happy for you. But inside your heart is saying, hey, if my child had to get first class first, how nice it is. Why this neighbor's child was given first class first? How many of us think that way? Yes. Okay. You're kissing the person, hugging that person and saying, I love you. Wow. This is the best news you ever could give me. But inside the emotion is telling you, I wish this happened to my family. What are you kissing that person? What about your own child? And so you're thinking one thing, but your heart actually is not with you. There's no alignment. Are we getting this? Yes. And I'll tell you one of, this is one of the biggest reasons why prayer does not get answered in Matthew 18, 19. You know, when we understand Matthew 18, 19, it's one spirit where two people of one 
spirit agree okay so where the agreement prayer does not say anything else it says that if you both agree that that prayer is answered the father in heaven will do it but if the agreement is not you know in it, it connected are we getting this if you are praying with the person who is jealous of you of your achievements and you made that person your prayer partner i i pray in jesus name but you don't do such mistakes but if you are made a prayer partner i'll tell you that prayer will not get answered because there is no agreement in that prayer are we getting this yes there is no spiritual connection there's no one spirit and that's why you say why is it not being answered brother you wake come with me pray with me you just have to agree that that person good happens in that person's life and agree with him what do you want me to agree on okay let's agree because the father didn't say and there was no condition mentioned it was just said if two of you agree on earth on anything it shall be done by my heavenly father so the agreement has to be there now many of us think in our heart something but actually we do something else we are so manipulative including myself and and the lord keeps on reminding us how many of you put an amen to this let our pride be destroyed today in jesus name that pride be brought down and broken and destroyed and smashed by our lord because it's important for us to realize that we are all proud in different ways and pride is one of the biggest reasons for unanswered prayer amen amen so for, as we think it in our heart so is he so remember this thing how the man thinks in the heart so is what is going to happen okay it's going to be eye opening lot to learn including myself let's all be students and learn together okay including myself now emotions can bring us together or keep us apart and we must know how to handle it now i want to ask you one question and we both men and women are all here okay on this platform i want to ask this do men and women handle emotions differently what do you think? brother you asked lot of questions if we don't know questions how do we know what we are learning because what we learn here is practical it has to be applied there is never a theory class thank you jesus okay now the people who said yes i'm going to ask you another question why do you say men handle emotions differently can a man answer this and if a woman has said why does a woman handle the emotions differently uh what do you mean by that and nothing is right or wrong okay so don't think oh brother see you're judging me i there's nothing right or wrong okay we if i'm there i would say the same thing i want to learn i've come here to learn Amen. Thank you, Vida. Yes, Agnes. Thank you. 
Yes, thank you, Matthew. This is excellent. Thank you, Jesus. Absolutely. Are there any men here who have any emotions or like Savio? Someone yes. has to say yeah. the men. So, yeah, Paul, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Yes, Paul. Uh, Yes, at, at time, Vivek, uh, also men can be also impulsive and in the spur of the moment, you know, show anger while the women can be uh, more calmer um, in certain circumstances. So, Okay, Xavier, you're feeling sad. Something happened at work and you're really yes. not feeling good. Okay, something happened emotionally, you know, that broke you down. Okay, maybe someone, you know, your friend, something happened to your friend or what happened. Now you're feeling sad. Would you break down and cry in front of everybody? No, wouldn't. Why? Yeah. Now Pramila put a message. You don't have to unmute, but Pramila, would you cry if there was something of that situation? A joyful situation, you know. Yeah, uh, no, no, I'm not asking you to unmute. I'm just saying, just just say it, okay, on the text. Just uh, because otherwise it'll all go quiet. If if a woman feels like crying, would she cry? So, some of you understand, including myself, okay? So, this is important. Now, what happens with this as a result, okay? Now, women are more aware of and in touch with their emotions. Men also have emotions, but men has something called a man law, which means to say they are not supposed to show them or express them. Now, emotions expression by a man is a sign of weakness, if which man only decides and so it's, it's a weakness that we have. Do you agree, Savi? Yes. We feel it's weak to display our, you know, our emotions, okay? especially when Simon sees us, okay, don't like to hide in. So what we do, instead of actually showing up our emotions, actually having our emotions have to actually come out. What we do on the other hand, uh, you express them in a different way. Many times if you notice, if children are not taught to, you know, uh, show their emotions or have emotions or, you know, express their emotions, they use these emotions in a destructive way. How many of you agree? Yes. Because there's an emotion of love, you hug a person and kiss the person and say, I love you. That's an emotion. You went there and did it. You took an action. But what if you feel like loving a person, but you feel, no, no, better not say it. Why to say it? Or not take the action. How would that, what have you done to that emotion? You have suppressed it. You want to cry, cry. Okay. But if you, dis if you don't cry, then that emotion is boiling up inside and it comes out in a very destructive way. So many times this very man law keeps husbands from sharing their true feelings and emotions with their wives. How many of you agree? I mean, wives would say yes or no, I'm not sure, but but I would definitely say yes to this. Okay, so I'm standing up from the man. I think I have no supporters here. Only only Paul is supporting me. I wish Savio at least. Yes, absolutely. You. Where are the men gone? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. The, the men, uh, you know, like being being a, a man, it's always that we need to kind of suck up those emotions and ignore it as such rather than showcasing it. 
Now, so when we put it this way, many men, let's let's define it then this way, that many men are afraid to share their emotions for fear of being ashamed. Do we agree? Yeah. Do any of the men agree? Yes. See, this is something we are learning. Okay, The Holy Spirit is teaching us. If we have that pride in us, that's not going to take us anywhere. We got to learn through our, to being crushed. Okay. Today, the Holy Spirit gave us that hymn, lose yourself in me and you will find yourself. Okay. You know that hymn, right? Savio? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Unless a grain of wheat falls onto the ground and dies, only then you will see the fruit of that. So unless until that death takes place of that grain of wheat, only then that transformation takes place. So unless we die to that very area of our life where you know we are not seeing that healing, only then can we grow in Christ. Are we getting this? So many men are afraid to share their emotions for fear of being shamed. Now, women try to express their emotions outwardly. That someone did say that. Men try to internalize, internalize them, burying the emotion. Now, tell me one thing. By burying these emotions and holding them up, is it healthy or unhealthy? Unhealthy. And does this cause also different types of sicknesses? Yes. So there's a direct connection between uh, uh, emotion and health also. Do we agree? Yes. Because many of the mental diseases happen because of suppression of our emotion. Are we getting breakdowns, yes. emotional outbursts, people hitting other people? You know, uh, when there is total, how do all these domestic violence take place? It's all because of suppressed emotions. where the man has controlled his emotion to that extent that when it comes out, there's an outburst in a destructive way. Is the Holy Spirit teaching us something tonight? Yes. And why does man do this? Because the man does not want to feel weak. He feels a sign of weakness. is displaying his emotions. If you love your wife, go hug her and say, I love you and kiss her. But if you hold it behind and say, no, I will not say it. Let her say it. Let her say that she loves me. I will keep it inside me. How are we benefiting in the relationship? The question. Are we getting this? Yes. Same if you want to cry, just cry. Because you are, your emotions are controlled. We have to allow them to go from our body. If that emotion controls us, then we had it. Are we getting this? Yes. So unless we are born again, both men and women are under the curse of being controlled by their emotions. And this is the truth of being born again of the Holy Ghost. He's the one who tells us, go through it. Now, can you take me to Proverbs uh, 16 verse 32? And this is again from the Amplified, please. Are we learning something tonight? So tonight we are learning that if you love your spouse or your children, give them a hug. Tell them you love them. You want to speak positive about your child and praise them for something good they did. Do it. If your child cries, cry with them. And if we men too, if we feel like crying, let's cry. Let's not worry about what people think and let that pride and ego in our life be destroyed in Jesus' name. Because the moment we learn to express that emotion in that way, instead of suppressing and internalizing ourselves, 
we will truly be blessed by God. Yeah, can you please read that? He who is slow to anger is better and more honorable than the mighty soldier. And he who rules and controls his own spirit than he who captures a city. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his own spirit is no greater than uh, spirit than he who takes a city. Proverbs 16.32 Now, if we can control our emotions, there's no limit to what we can accomplish. Do we agree this? Yes. Now, do you think anger is an expression of fear? True that, actually, anger is truly an expression of fear. If you go deeper inside, you will see that anger actually is an expression of fear. Now, we have learned this, and, and, and again, as we summarize to understand this, as believers, we have authority in many different areas, including our emotions. Our entire lives are based on whether we can control our emotions or whether they can control us. Either will happen. We have all feelings, but letting them get the upper hand can cause problems in our life. God desired us to master life, not to be mastered by it. He said, have dominion. He never said other people have dominion. You have dominion. Let them have dominion. We are made in God's image, not just to reflect his love, but also to reflect his power and authority. Now, this question is deep here. My question here is, God made us in his image. Shouldn't we also reflect his power and authority? Do we agree about this? Yes. How many of you agree that we have to also reflect his power and authority? He said, I have given you authority. Go therefore. So God has a call on our lives, but we will not end up in that place where he wants us to be if we let our emotions dominate us to fulfill his mission for us. We must take charge in even that area of our life. Now, one thing we have learned and we again would repeat there is true prosperity includes ability to control our emotions and not to let them control us. And this is what we are going to learn in this series throughout. As we learned in 3 John 1 2, going ahead, we'll just learn one more thing. God wants us to be successful and healthy. Do we agree to this? God wants us to be successful and healthy. Yes. And health is success in our physical bodies, prosperity in our spirits to be born again, and prosperity in our souls with renewing our mind. Romans 12 to there. Our souls are our minds, our thinkers, and our choosers. As goes our soul, so goes our life. So as you think it, that's so that so that's exactly what the mind is. What we think determines the course of our lives. So if we think it's possible, it is possible. If we think it's not possible, it's not possible. Do we agree on this? Yes. 
So Christ has given us all the power. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens and empowers me in Philippians 4.13. But if I choose not to take action based on the authority he has given me, then how am I living that Christian life? I'm not living it as a warrior, but I'm living it in defeat. I'm just hoping that something will happen. I'm hoping that God's word may work. So experiencing prosperity in every area of our life is the essence of mastering our lives. And one of the things that happens when we are not prosperous in our souls is that we get stuck in the past and we are unable to move forward. Now, do you have you seen people who only talk of the past? They can't just come out of the past. When I talk about the past, they say about regrets. Oh, I wish I did that. If I'd done that, if I married this other lady, if I just had passed that exam, or if I had if I had done this, you know, I just they just can't come out of it. They're not moved on, but they're just in that. And their whole life is about that past, which determines, you know, many years ago you did something wrong, and they will remember that. And they'll keep nagging that past again and again. That's a kind of a emotional torture, basically. So the people who are not emotionally out of it is continuously being dominated by that emotion. Are we getting this? Yes. Okay. So God created all of our creation for us to for us to control. If we cannot control our own emotions, we ended up end up trying to control other people instead of what uh, was created for us. Now you need you you understand one more thing deeper. I said this will shake many of us, but people who are control freaks. Have you noticed people who control others and dominate others cannot control their own emotions? There's an emotion hand there. Because they can't control their own emotions, they control other people. And if it is you and me. We have to just come back and be ready to surrender to the Lord in that area of our life. Because we can't control our emotions. And we have to agree and say, Lord, I'm sorry here. I can't control my emotions. Now, I'll give you an example of this. Suppose an alcoholic cannot control his emotions. And the moment he sees the bottle, okay, he feels like he should, you know, that that emotion is so strong that you know that taste of that liquor just comes into his tongue and he can just uh, you know he can just he can imagine himself drinking that alcohol are we getting this yes so when he continuously think about something now this is a very deep topic i said this at the start when you continuously think about something all the time what happens can someone answer this when you think of something all the time continuously what happens what do you form mentally an image an image absolutely thank you lord it's from the holy spirit it's that image that dominates you have you noticed that you and i when we get into any sin or you had conducted any you had a sin or done something it is that image that dominates you are you getting me the moment we come to that image stage then you feel wow I should get into this. Are we getting this? Once it starts with thinking, the emotion makes you think. 
when you keep thinking keep thinking keep thinking maybe you're thinking of somebody else's wife and you feel that no you're going to call this person or that one's husband and you say no no this is i need to call somehow i'm feeling attracted you know thou shall not covet your neighbor's neighbor's wife okay same just example but you feel no i should i should just are you getting continuously think what is going to happen will you pick up the phone and call yes and once you call you will talk more and say no this is so nice really are we getting this how sin happens and how sin takes its actual form it happens because of an image and that image comes because of an emotion attached to that particular person or that feeling that makes you continuously think do you know the other thing also happens in the physical in the spirit realm when you give an image image to god and continuously think of that answered prayer what happens you get an image of you seeing yourself in that job in in that marriage in that freedom in that answered prayer you continuously see yourself because you're speaking god's word over it over it and again and again and that image gets created are we getting this yes and once that image gets created you become so engrossed in that image everywhere you write that image down even on your dressing table you write it down on your on where you're taking your bath you put a chit of paper everywhere you can only see that end result of what you want to see and continuously as you keep speaking it keep seeing 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 it what happens it comes to pass it comes to pass are we getting the realm of the spirit is the same both in the negative and the positive it works the same way tell me one person here truly put your hand on your heart support me brothers and sisters in christ if you have ever sinned okay even i have sinned i'm not right here okay it has an image had to be formed for you to sin you have to continuously think over that thought of doing evil are we getting this yes this is very deep it's not it's not at us, the top level it's going to shake us but this shaking is needed if this shaking does not take place how are we going to come out of this stronghold i may not be teaching lovely things to listen but this is going to shake us up change our prayer life change our pattern make us introspect and go inside you know when i learned from one preacher who said that the most difficult journey is not the journey outside you know most the most difficult journey which is the most difficult journey the inside journey ourselves. inside ourselves is the most difficult journey try going inside yourself and you'll realize how difficult it is you can walk through deserts and valleys and put you in the crocodiles or snakes you'll still come out of it but try going through that emotional journey even though i walk through the valley of darkness that is that emotional journey which god is talking about are we getting this in psalm 23 yes the journey inside ourselves yes sister is the most darkest journey sometimes because none of us want to experience it and share it and today i'm teaching on that area of life many preachers would not even want to attempt to take this up 
because this is a very inner healing topic because it goes within and these emotions have directed and you know controlled our life for years <clears throat> and i say this if we cannot control our own emotions we end up trying to control other people instead of what was created for us now many times if you see your child doing something very abusive you know just doing something to gain attention doing something which is extremely unheard of impossible to even think of there's an emotion involved that child is suppressing his or her emotion and because there's a suppression of the emotion he or she is releasing it out in ways which are not are we getting this yes it may be deep but it's a fact of life so what we do is just love such people hug them kiss them let them express their emotions because sometimes they do things and don't feel anything about it as if they have hurt you but they feel nothing about it they feel proud that they hurt you okay and you wonder is this really my child now the spiritual fight we are focuses on our minds we can control our thoughts one of the main things also which are not said is one of the curses that resulted from adam and eve's sin is the curse of being ruled by our emotions how many of you agree on this it is the snake that gave them that image of the wonderful apple if they eat of this fruit when eve saw that fruit she felt wow this is the fruit that will give us knowledge the first sin was based off an emotion and it was a curse even till today every one of us who sins has that very image that comes and controls us are we getting this yes. so the spiritual fight we focus on in our minds we can uh, we can control our thoughts and thought pattern is important here uh i want now one of the most important scriptures which we have to actually dissect let's take this up okay um i promise we close with this one um we'll take it up from 2 corinthians 10 verse 3 to 5 can you do that thank you jesus <clears throat> Yeah, go ahead. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful. for the destruction of fortresses we are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of god and we are taking every thought 
and purpose captives to the obedience of Christ amen to this this is one of the most beautiful scriptures of spiritual warfare amen to it this is you know one of the best and now we are going to dissect it okay so everything is going to go deep one scripture but very deep now one thing is can we control our thoughts Now, if the devil tells you to curse somebody, now is that from God? No. So, can you then decide not to do it because God's word says you can't judge others? He is the judge. If we are living by God's word, okay. Now, my question here is: This is very clear. If we can control our thoughts, immediately nip it in the bud. The Holy Spirit says, "This is not for me." Use your scriptures and fight it back. you can get that evil spirit who's trying to trouble you out now spiritual warfare is real or it's just a pure theory question to all of you and me as when you come for this prayer meeting something or the other will happen you can't attend this prayer meeting when you are attending the prayer meeting somebody will call when you are actually wanting to go to church something else will happen when you are actually opening your bible to read someone will call up and say and talk for hours and then suddenly you can't read and when you are actually shouting and howling at somebody else you really don't realize are you actually born again of the holy spirit how am i doing all this sometimes we just are so dominated and we don't realize that we are under attack why do i say whenever you get up in the morning first thing first thing cover yourself your family with the precious blood of jesus and pray for the holy spirit brisbane prayer group and their families and cover them with the precious blood of jesus what prosperity prayers you pray over you and your family pray it over the holy spirit brisbane prayer group and their families amen amen so don't base involve yourself involve them as well okay so when we can control our thoughts let's go through this controlling our thoughts allow us to control our emotions controlling our emotions helps us to make good decisions it all starts with a thought he was tempted with a thought did god really say this question had she to reply with a scripture the devil would have no answer but the devil does not like you to reply with scripture he hates the written word of god and that's why many of us don't realize when the thought pattern comes to tell us to do something we keep doing what the thought pattern says Now, someone who's drinking alcohol and he's having alcoholic problems, and there's a thought that comes in: just have one, one small peg, nothing will go wrong. Now you know that is not from God because you can't control it because you have no control over that alcohol. Now, is that good for you? Is that a thought from God? Question. No. 
Now, you know that that can destroy not only you, but your whole family. Because the moment you get back into it, that's the end of your family. The whole family will suffer, not just you. You've got your children, your family, your brother, sister, mother, father, everyone will be in that whole thing. But the question is, the thought keeps coming in. And at that very time, there'll be somebody who will come and say, come on, let's have a drink. Does this happen? Yes. Now, I'm giving you an example of this, brother and brother, why are you saying about this? My point is, when we know our weak points in our life, this could, be, this could be someone who watches pornography or watches this. I was praying with a young boy, I shared this last time, and he couldn't control this. And he, he said, brother, what do I do? And I gave him scriptures, we prayed together and continuously confessed those scriptures. But I said, there is something that is finding its place, which is deeply rooted. Pornography is not the problem. There is some unforgiveness down there, which is being, you know, we are trying to come out through using pornography as a way. Let's find out the root. Where is that very area where the stronghold is? Let's break that area. Once we got to break that, using God's word and his, the Holy Spirit told me where exactly this was there. He got set free completely from that. And that happened because we could use God's word very strongly. Now, point is that is spiritual warfare real? Was my first question. Are we always under attack? Yes. Now, should we not use scripture at all times? Now, Galatians 3, 13, 14 is a very powerful scripture. Uh, Psalm 118, verse 17. Whenever your spirit of death comes in, talking to you, you have to drive that spirit out by saying, I will not die, but live and proclaim what the Lord has done for me. Psalm 118, verse 17. It is written. Are we, are we there with this? Are we all one in spirit? Are you getting it? You yes. have to talk to that spirit and speak to him and command him to leave. He does not have a place. This is God's body. Jesus lives in this body. This is his body. How can an external enemy come? I'm supposed to take care of this body. He's given me the authority of taking care of something which is his. I have to do it the best way possible. And he has given me his weapons of warfare. So the word carnal of the five senses means God gave us our five senses to assist us, but not for them to govern our lives. Okay. Now, many times that carnal sense is that carnal comes from the five senses. Many times our senses govern us. Do we agree? You will have your eyes. If you see something bad, God, what the Lord said, cut off your eye. What he meant by that is, don't allow the whole body to get infected because of that. Now, when you look at something and, you know, see something and look at something, there's something very different. When you look at some uh, something wrong, uh, when you see something, you see it like normally. But when you look at it, you are staring at it. The moment you start staring, then the thoughts start coming. Do we all agree? Yes. Okay, there's a difference between seeing and looking. When you see something, you know it's not from God, just move aside and don't look at it. The moment you look, you're giving the enemy a stronghold to enter and he'll take advantage. Amen. Amen. So the carnal means the five senses. The third one is the stronghold. 
Now, these are strongholds are nothing but the houses of thought that have been constructed in our mind. The devil has used those thought patterns to construct that stronghold in our mind. He's constructed a fortress. Do we, we go through this? There are thoughts hitting us 24-7 continuously. I mean, you just think, you can't think anything positive, negative, negative, negative thoughts. Does this happen? Yes. So, brother, it doesn't happen to us only, I think, to some people. Only me, actually. When the devil comes, he comes with his whole army. And we keep quiet as Christians and say, no, let, let him keep on hitting us. And then the Lord says, use the word. He said, no, 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 it's okay, a little bit. We have to use our word. So these are strongholds. These are strongholds are nothing but the house of thoughts that have been constructed in our minds. Now, the fourth thing is that we can control the thoughts that pass through our minds with our speech. We shared this as well. We learned it through an exercise. Have you realized? When yes. you said hallelujah and you counted one to ten, that was the thought pattern. And we spoke it with an hallelujah and we realized that the hallelujah had more powerful, more power than the thought of the, the counting of those numbers. So you cannot Fight the devil with a thought. He will win 100%, 110%. You can only fight with him with what? With the word of God. So when the devil sends a thought our way, what we should do? Should we close our mouth or open it? Open it. So what we do, we, we open our mouth, quote a scripture and cast down that thought. Have we got it? What this means? We are just dissecting the scripture. The scripture says, when the devil sends us a thought, all we do is we can open our mouth, quote the scripture and cast down that thought pattern. That's how you fight as a warrior. He's come fighting for you. He's come entering this body. You are being given permission to handle the body of Christ, which is you, the temple of the Holy Ghost, the living temple of the Holy Spirit. How can you allow an enemy to enter in? So that's how he says the weapons of our warfare. Imagination are image makers. Okay. Imaginations are image makers. When we think something long enough, eventually we will see a picture of it in our minds. Yes, said this earlier. When we think of something long enough, eventually we will see a picture of it in our minds. And one of the fruits of the spirit is temperance, which is self-control. Self-control moves us to the place where God wants us to be. Now, this only through self-control that we can come out of all this. And that is a spiritual fruit of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, some people may be wondering, my brother, what you're talking all this. I want you to just, just do something with me. How many of you want to do what the Holy Spirit has been doing? Yes. I want to show you the power of God. And I want you to know that Jesus is real. You must be thinking I'm talking all this. But you know, it is just that the glory of God is very different, brothers and sisters in Christ. Right now, just put your hand on your head. Just put your hand on your head. And I'll pray and you'll feel the power of the Holy Spirit right now. And I'm just doing this for you to know 
how real Jesus is and how real his Holy Spirit is. And the Holy Spirit has told me to do this. Just put your hand on your head and feel the power of God. Feel that current go in your body and feel that healing. Okay, let's do one more thing. Why let's do only just the power of God? Who wants just the power of God? Any of you who's having any lump in your body, put your hand on that little lump right now. If you have pain in your body, put your hand on that pain where it is right now. Touch that part of your body and I'm going to pray. I want you to touch that part of your body where you have pain. Are we ready? Are we ready? Touch that part of your body where you want healing. If you're having a stomach issue, put your hand on the stomach. If you're having area of your mind or head that needs healing, put your hand there. I just want us to know how real the Holy Spirit is and how real is the Father of all spirits. He's not ordinary, he's real. And tonight I just pray that you realize this, that we all are powerful beyond measure. This is the authority that he has given us. It's not the preacher's authority. It is God's given authority to all of us. That his word is real. Put your hands. For those who just want the anointing, just put your hand on your head. Now, if you fall slain in the spirit, just be sitting somewhere. I don't want you to be driving a car or doing something and doing some work because this is powerful. So just... Enjoy the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, as I put this hand, do you believe you, you are healed? The first question. When Jesus met Bartimus, he asked him a question. What do you want me to do for you? I speaks through me right now and says, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus uses my body and he uses my tongue uses my hands and he speaks through me. All glory to him alone, not to this preacher, but he is using me. And he's asking you right now, what do you want me to do for you? And you speak to him and tell him what you want him to do for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come into your holy presence of our powerful anointing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And as I speak your word, Lord, from Luke 10, 19, where you say you have given us authority or every power of the enemy. Right now, Lord, everyone who has any area of lump or growth in their body I curse it in the name of Jesus. Be diminished in Jesus' name. Let the power of God go through your hands right now. 
and touch that part of your body. Touch in the name of Jesus. Touch the fire of the Holy Ghost. Touch you in the name of Jesus. In that name of Jesus. Feel that power go through your body right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Feel that power going. You'd be shaking right now, crying right now. Let it all come out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command all those which is not of your kingdom to come out in the name of Jesus. Uproot, destroy, abort, and burn those cells that are not of your creation, God. Every pain I rebuke, that pain that is there, pain I call and speak to you in the name of Jesus. Out. I claim complete healing by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. Complete. Complete and whole in the name of Jesus. Jesus and Jesus and his name alone. And for his glory alone. I feel a power of God leaving me right now. If you're being touched and blessed, put an amen. You can feel the power of God right now. Thank you, Jesus. As that power flows to your body, you will feel that heat going through your hand right into that area where you want that healing. Right now, if you're experiencing that heat that is going in your body through that very hand, that's the power of God. Even if you don't feel a heat, but you feel the presence of God going in, your healing has started. You will continue speaking the scripture saying by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, I'm healed. I am 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 healed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And for those who want the anointing, come here. Receive now. Put your hands in front and take it. Father, in the name of Jesus, those who are hungry will receive. Those who are thirsty will be, will be given that drink of living waters. And right now in the name of Jesus, the thirsty shall drink of your living waters. Touch in the name of Jesus. Touch. Touch in the name of Jesus. Touch. Touch. Feel his love. Just feel that radiance and the beautiful anointing of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, your people know that you are real. You're not just a theory, but you're practical. And you heal right now. You heal the broken heart. You heal our wounds, Lord. All because of your love for us on that cross. The preacher does not have the power. The power is with the Lord. It is we who are given that authority and we just use it for his glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anyone who's feeling the powerful anointing of the Holy Ghost, the current going through your body right now, 
just just thank you lord thank you jesus just type thank you jesus and someone who really wants to try announcing i'm not getting anything i really i pray for you right now be a child nothing comes because of our pride we don't get the anointing father in the name of jesus the one who was the last also will receive lord even the last order dinner they who are thirsty right now fill them with the anointing of the holy ghost lord thank you jesus i'm going to say jesus three times and you will feel the power of god go through you as i say jesus it's going to go through your whole body now jee jesus jee jesus jee jesus jee jesus jee jesus touch fire of the holy ghost touch in the name of jesus every pain in that body be released right now complete healing and restoration in the name of jesus amen amen and amen god's people said amen any one of you who got this powerful anointing can you please mute and share give glory to god I didn't I didn't plan for this prayer at all. Thank you Jesus. Amen. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Anyone who felt the power of God go to them. Felt that power of heat in their body. So I was praying. So I'm on fire now. Thank you Lord. Heat in your body. Just keep on touching that part of your body where the pain is. I tell you there's power in our hands if we believed that these are Christ's hands these are not our hands these are the hands of Jesus and touch our body truly and believe in our hearts that it is his hands and the spoken word from our mouth we will truly experience healing like never before amen thank you jesus thank you holy spirit thank you lord anyone feeling that fire anointing right now thank you jesus anyone thank you lord thank you lord see i just wanted to just share god's word but the lord said show them my power and as i was speaking he said show them my power i said lord but i want to finish this i want to show them my power and i tell you as these days go by you will see the anointing of holy ghost holy increase and i share this one thing with you the holy spirit says is take your hand this is not your hand this is the hand of jesus he is touching that part of your body which needs healing just put your hand there and say by the stripes and wounds of jesus i'm healed keep speaking this and you would see that power go through that body you would see that heat going through that body you would see that lump diminishing you would see that pain leaving you would see that healing completely of every disease you would see that mind of yours being opened up when you touch that head continuously you see that pain leave your body amen anyone would like to testify are we muted or can we unmute thank you jesus thank you lord so i felt your blessing Yes, anyone who would like to speak loudly, please. All glory to God. Okay, 
Yeah, anyone? Thank you, Lord. And do you know one thing? All this happens because of a powerful praise and worship. When Sister Shanin starts it, the anointing comes in. It flows from there. It doesn't happen here. It starts there because we enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts and enter his courts with praise. Anyone who wants to receive anyone who felt nothing but wants to receive I like to pray for you tonight and I speak right now the anointing of Holy Ghost is right now on me because you need to have faith faith like a child not of an adult Lord you know, for the one who has not got anything, just say, Jesus, fill me with your love. Just only say this thing. Jesus, fill me with your love. I pray for the anointing now. Come on. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, let, Lord, your people want to receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Just as the heavens opened up during Pentecost and the Holy Spirit anointing came in that room, in the upper room, where the disciples felt the power of God. Right now, let that power go through the people, Father. In the name of Jesus, let them receive. Receive. Receive in the name of Jesus. 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 All you say is, Jesus, fill me with your love. Jesus, fill me with your love. This is the love of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. O Papa Sakalela Pashede de la Maha Parsekarela Mashede de la Mahara Karstada Maharish de la Bakarstada Maharish de la Uapshikala Bahara Kistit de la Mahaskala Kistit de la Maha O Shatara Mahalasede de la Maha Pashta Karstada Mashede de la Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive. Receive the fire in the name of Jesus. Receive. Receive. Now repeat after me, Jesus. We'll say Jesus three times. Jesus said, Je Jesus, Je Jesus, say it two more times, Je Jesus, Je Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone felt the anointing now? Was there a power that flowed in? Anyone? Hello, brother. Yeah. With joyful heart, I came. I am healed by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. Amen. Use your hands. Pray it over that part of your body and see the healing complete. Okay? Do it. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord. Amen. So don't look at the brother. Brother has no power. You are, and we have mighty power beyond our measure. That's what Christ is teaching us tonight. Okay? Amen. Thank you very much. Anyone else felt the powerful anointing that wants to give glory to God? Not to the preacher, but go to God. Jesus. The words from the Lord tonight were, I'm pouring out my glory tonight on my people. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for revealing that message. It was a powerful anointing of the Holy Ghost. Thank you and praise you, Lord. Let's live and bask in the anointing. Remember to be in your word, continuously praying for one another. And attend the morning encounters with the Lord. That's what the word says also. And that's what the Lord is telling you. There's much a power in that. Be part of the evening rosary as well. Because there's a powerful intercession at that time. And let's pray as one family. For one another. If you felt this power of God. And you'd like to give a testimony. Write it on the telegram group. And give glory to God. Don't feel ashamed. This is our family. Not somebody else's. Thank you and praise you Lord. Sister Agnes. You'll have to continuously pray. And God will bless you. Will get the anointing tonight. Okay. I will not pray, but you will directly get the anointing. Thank you. Good night and God bless all of you. Take care.